0: I hate money. Ooh, that's a story that I told myself for years. And I was telling myself this story because I didn't have enough of it. I was bad with it, and it was more trouble than it was worth. At least that's what I was saying to myself. I needed to sell stuff so that people could give me money only to spend money on stuff that I needed in order to help me create stuff to sell to people, which, again, I hated. Vicious cycle. Until one day... I learned a secret about money Money is a tool Which tells a story And I get to tell money What story I want it to tell How do I do that And what story is your money telling Let's talk about it
1: We talking about leadership communication Public speaking Storytelling motivation And if you listen You can speak out to the nation If you think about it Life is your own creation RK3 is the show he speaks with
0: confidence, he speaks with that flow, and you should already know how it goes, they are rolling with a pro, the rk
1: show.
0: Hey y'all, we're back, I'm back, back in the heezy, it's breezy, I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me, and we're back with another episode, whoo, I'm thrilled about it, yes I am, I want to start out by giving some shout outs today. Giving a shout out to Valine Campbell, my cousin, and the new author of the book Zoe Defeats the Germy Germlins. <laughs> yeah, we had a Facebook live interview the other day about her new children's book. I want you to check the show notes and check out the interview. It's actually pretty cool stuff. This is a children's book and it's it's for sale on Amazon. Go grab Zoe Defeats the Germy Germlins. Also, Shout out to my man, Phil Wesley, Dr. Phil Second from McGuire Entertainment Group. Thanks for the invite to speak for the online homecoming for Atlantic Union College in April 2020. And also for hanging out with me on the 10 things we hate about Zoom session. That's also in the show notes. Go check that out. A lot of educating going on today. Speaking of education. I want to invite you to listen to some of our previous episodes like episode 58 with former teacher and speaker Felicia Slattery, episode 57 with Johnny Parker, and even episode 52 with former NFL player Merrill Hodge. This is season two, and we've had a lot of great people on the show, so I'm looking forward to some more. I'm excited about this season. Now, today's show is brought to you by Bluehost. As we do each show, I often share with you the tools I use to keep things going, and Bluehost is where I've hosted my sites for the better part of a decade, and they've always treated me well. So if you have a small business, or even a larger business, and you need a place to host your site, your emails, and even some of your other communication tools, check out Bluehost. Links are in the show notes. Now, today's guest is Lisa Anderson. She's the president of Anavo Transformation Solutions. She helps small businesses and entrepreneurs transform their money story from trouble to top-notch, moving business owners from sobbing to seven figures. Listen, what story is your money telling? Let's talk about it right now with Lisa Anderson. Let's go. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Robert. And li- listen, let me say this. I hope I can match your energy.
0: <laughs> listen. <throughout> <laughs> do you and bring you. That's all you've got to yes, do. That's absolutely. well, that's probably the only person you can be is you, right? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Awesome. But listen, I love your 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 business because personally, uh, money is not always my most favorite thing. To deal with and and one of the things that i learned quite a while back was that we put often a lot of energy around money okay. that is con- and we connect it to our self-worth in a lot of ways that doesn't need to be there and one of the things that you do in addition to helping people manage it is you help them with some of their mindset around that so let's start from from the beginning of your story a bit so you you are in this financial industry, financial services industry, that's yes. very male-dominated. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what were the things that you did? What did you specifically do to begin getting your slice of the pie, as you call it?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, quite honestly, um, getting my slice of the pie in a male-dominant industry was um, as a result of a couple of things. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, it was a, as a result of how I was reared. Um, I grew up as the only girl mm. <laughs> in a house full of brothers. And so I think they prepped me for the, the future me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I was the oldest as well. And um, I just had to operate in a certain kind of way. I, 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 You know, a lot of people say I'm a rare breed and I am. <laughs> I recognize that. Uh, but my brother set the tone and my father set the tone too, because a lot of things he said to me growing up was, uh, stand up for what you believe in, uh, Mm. and speak up and speak out. Yeah. So those things helped me, those things helped me maneuver and manage my way through my industry. Um, however, what was it that helped me actually increase and elevate in the industry? It was strategic partners and strategic alignments. Wow. Wow. And a lot of times I I, I partnered with uh, males in the industry. And a lot of times I partnered with females in the industry. But it was strategic partnership and alignment.
0: And yeah. then once so,
1: I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no. So let's talk, let's talk about speaking up and speaking out for just a moment. And I know yeah. that. Um, women and, and i'll even go directly here especially minority women there is a balance that you've got to strike sometimes and people are, and, and women may be afraid of speaking up and speaking out because they are afraid of being perceived in a certain way how did you find the courage to speak up and speak out nece- when necessary and are there things that you did to balance maybe that perception
1: yeah, so I'll start with uh, balancing the perception first. Um, my balance is that I'm a listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an introverted, um, introverted leader by nature. And so I listen a lot. Um, I am trained to be analytical. So I listen and I analyze. And then based upon the listening and the analytical things that I have uh, captured through that conversation, now I know what to say and when to say it. And I stick, I've always been one who will stick to the facts. So a lot of times being in the room, um, the only uh, female in the room, a lot of times um, I, I've been able to command attention just by simply, number one, being quiet and listening. That has piqued curiosity. Mm. That's number one. Uh, and then number two, when I have something to say, I say it because I j- have just heard what you said, what the other parties have said. And now I'm bringing a different perspective to the table. And what that has done is it has really made people sit up and listen. And may, uh, during times I may have been the only one in the room, but there were times when I started to be asked to enter the room, mm-hmm. right? I didn't just show up in the room uh, because I had a, a, a functional um, role to be there. I was asked to be in the room because of my listening and my analytics and knowing what to say and when to say it. I stick to the facts. And so that's what I've done.
0: You so you asked, you said that you speak up and you say what you have to say when you need to say it after you've listened. Is there any advice that you can give to maybe women specifically with regard to how to say what you have to say? Because in rooms where there are males that are dominating the space, there is a level of authority maybe that you want to come with. How do you say what you have to say without coming across as if you want to dominate or take over?
1: Yeah. Uh, whew, so how do I answer that question? Um I hate to say it's being polite because there are times when I'm not being polite. I just need to say what I need to say. Um, So I think it is. I I think it's what you said when you started the conversation, you have to be who you are, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I I will match energy in the room. I will do that. And so maybe that's part of it is making certain that you match the energy in the room. Uh, Don't come off as rude. So you you, you can be impolite and not be rude right and so be impolite but don't be rude and so i've never been that i've never crossed the line when when i have disrespected any of the other parties and i think that's the other thing it's just being mindful of of crossing that line um but things just have to be said sometimes you have to you have you have to open your mouth
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so telling those sharing that is, is a really good segue for us because you're in an industry where you deal with numbers all the time. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, numbers tell a story to the average person. We're just kind of like ah, data, information, charts, blah, 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 blah. But numbers tell a story for you. How do you help people understand their, their number stories?
1: Yeah. Numbers do tell a story and you have to pay attention to them. You absolutely do. Every single number that appears in your business
0: mm-hmm. will
1: tell you a story uh, associated with that number. As long as they're not being manip- manipulated. Right. <laughs> because that yes. happens uh, in some cases. But um, so what, how, how do I help people um, understand the stories? Number one, um, we establish uh, a good frequency of reporting. Because that's very, very important. You have, to have the, you have to get the numbers in front of you as often as possible. So there's a lot of people in my industry that believe that um, looking at your financial statements or looking at your, your numbers in your business, doesn't have to be financial, it could be key performance indicators, but looking at them quarterly or looking at them um, on, on an annual basis, that that's enough. And I say it is not. Mm. You can Take a look at your numbers on a monthly basis at minimum. You need to take a look at them uh, because every time, every every number is going to shift from one month to the next. And the story behind the shift is what you want to know. You want to know what's driving uh, the push in your revenue. You want to know what's, what's um, ha- having an impact on your bottom line from one period to the next. You want to know how your pricing is impacting everything else in your business. You want to know how people in your organization um, that are taking leave at certain periods of time in the year, how that is impacting uh, your, your your financial bottom line. You want to know all those things. You don't want to wait until the quarter ends or until the year ends to look at that because there is no risk mitigation available at that point in time. Right. So if you look at it frequently, then not only are you able to um, assess what's happening and understand what's going on in your business through the numbers um, you are also able uh, to ri- mitigate any type of risk that can occur. Um, right. So, you know, if, if so- it looks like something's taking a dive, a nose dive, you can stop it. You can actually stop it. You can pull some things away to prevent that from happening. So you yeah. have to
0: look so, at them frequently. So people, they a lot of times people don't look at them frequently because, mm-hmm. number one, they're scared of them. They, they feel a, a, a bit stuck in having any power over, over these numbers, what are some of the things that you might recommend for people with regard to empowering themselves even more to, to, to get out of stuckness, to get yeah. out of being scared?
1: Absolutely. So I think the first thing is uh, to get support from someone who can help you understand them. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing, I've been in business for 23 years. And one of the things we've been doing, for the entire 23 years I've been in business, that has been different in the marketplace. And I know it's different because I ask the questions when clients come to us and we right. get the same answers every single time, which is we've never received this information before. Wow. But work with somebody that will actually take your information and not just compartmentalize it and give it back to you and expect that you're going to walk away with it and know mm-hmm. what to do with it. Work with someone that is going to um, walk you through the process and help you understand what these numbers represent. Yeah. Then from there, they can help you understand what the changes in those numbers represent. Uh, so I think that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, getting on a frequency. Uh, we don't know what we don't know. Right. Mm. And, and, and we tend to be afraid of the things that we don't know about. But once you start to put certain things in place and you start to look at, at them from a different lens, um, or even just looking at it on a on a regular basis at this point in time now you, you're a little bit more confident about the information that's being presented before you um, right. a lot of times people are afraid to look at their numbers because they're 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 afraid of the cash flow cash is the main driver for many business owners and what I have to say to everybody as it relates to cash is cash is just a tool that's it uh-huh. it is not it's certainly a very important and critical component of your business, but it's not the only thing. There are so many things that happen around your business that feed into cash that you need to be aware of. And so if you're afraid, it's usually you're afraid of what's happening with your cash. So if we were to take the information in other areas of your business and streamline them and make them simple to understand, now you understand your cash and now you're not afraid any longer. Yeah. Um, so it's work with the with individuals that that can help you. And then number two, uh, take a look at your information on a regular basis. That is critical.
0: Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one, too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. And now, back to the show one of the reasons why i'm glad you're on in the show is that we deal with a lot of people who are storytellers who who want to speak and share their stories on on a greater level but they're also not aware of some of the business side of this or they're not aware enough about the business side of this so for people that are, are beginners that, that come to you what are some of the things that you do you said to just now to get in touch with somebody who, who knows and can help guide you what are some of the things that you do to help bring these numbers to life for people and allow them to just you know see see the colors and the rainbow and the beauty in this
1: yeah absolutely well, for us, one of the key components is taking a look at pricing, right? Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about cash being a uh, a key focal point for organizations, and spe- especially small businesses. Pricing is another one, um, and so what we one of the ways that we help bring money alive, numbers alive in business is we'll take the pricing that they have, and then we'll slice it and dice it, and we'll show them how. Um, The decisions around pricing are impacting uh, profitability because that's a key component, how it's impacting cash flow and how all these things tie into the ultimate uh, investment power that they have in their business. So we start there because everybody, everybody uh, understands pricing to some extent. They understand that pricing is a catalyst to revenue and it's a catalyst to uh, generating cash flow in the business. So we start there. And then everything else starts to unfold through the financial reporting uh, that we established for them. So we start with the, the, the basics.
0: Okay. So you're, you're talking about pricing, mm-hmm. um, But a lot of people, they they don't understand the pricing from the model of maybe being a speaker. They're thinking about Mm. retail. They're thinking about, okay, I charge this because that's what the market requires. I charge this because that's what everybody else is, is doing around this for somebody that is in an industry where pricing may not be as standardized. Sure. Um, Can you talk to us a little bit about how do they know what to begin charging? How do they, what are the things that they can look at in order to begin figuring out what are the rates that I need to be looking at for my business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, from a pricing perspective, uh, there's, there's two things that we, that we focus in on. Number one is for us to help them understand how it impacts the business, Mm -hmm. we break it down into an acronym. Price is an acronym. Price stands for profit. It stands for revenue. It stands for investment. It stands for cash flow. And it stands for equity. And what that means is price has an impact on every single one of those components. If If you're looking to build a business that has good equity, you need to have good pricing. And so we help them understand that first. Um, From there, we we start to um, consider the fact that your pricing should start from the inside out. And what that means is you should take a look at for every project, regardless of what industry you're in, you should take a look at what does it cost you (laughs) at the end of the day to number one, deliver your service or your goods. And then number two, to operate as a business, because Mm. your price should have those two components incorporated in it and then from there is your profit. So price is a very simple equation. It's cost plus profit equals your price. Wow. Yes.
0: Wow. So let let's end with this this question. Are there any books, resources that you can suggest that would help me to really embrace my my money story?
1: Well, of course I have to recommend my book first. <laughs> Of course I do. Um, and I, my, my book is Beyond the Plateau, Five Simple Steps to Scale Your Way to a Million Dollar Business. Wow. And essentially, we talked about the fact that um, uh, cash flow seems to be the driver for a lot of organizations and why they should not just start, uh, start and stop there, that they should look at other components of the business. We talk about price in the book as well. Uh, the five simple steps include understanding your numbers. And so we, we highly recommend that. Um, I also recommend Profit First, especially for um, early phase businesses. Uh, It's a way to uh, really um, think about your numbers in a very simplistic format and also to be able to manage your cash flow in buckets that will ultimately help you increase uh, your revenue. I'm sorry, your your equity in the business. Um, And then e is always a great one uh, because we take a holistic approach to helping companies grow and scale uh, with a money focus. But we look at everything, everything. Uh, we, we say that there are four key areas in business, which is mission, money, marketing, and management. And yeah. any one of those, you fail in any one of those and your business is hurting. And so what we do is we tie money into all of those areas to help companies understand their story, how they want to forge the future and achieve their overall objectives.
0: Excellent, excellent. For those of you that want to hear that again, we'll have all of those books linked in the show notes so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so tell us where online do we find you? Do we connect with you, Lisa?
1: Sure, absolutely. So there's two places I'd love to connect with everybody. The first one is in our Facebook group, it's called Scale to Seven Figures. And this is where we. Uh, uh, have a community built of small business owners where we talk about those four key areas of business to include money. Uh, And then the other uh, area is to take a look at our website, which is www.buildlegacynow.com. It's buildlegacynow.com. And our overall objective is to help companies build sustainability and ultimately achieve their legacies.
0: Money is a scary topic for a lot of people. And I'm not excluding myself from that number because I know firsthand how crippling the money story can be, especially when you approach it from a place of lack and scarcity. But it's not a story that you simply have to live with. It's a story you can direct and create. So right now, I'm encouraging you. I'm inviting you. Choose now to take the reins. Get a hold of a pen and write this story how you want it to show up. Get connected with experts like Lisa who can help you transform your money story. We've got a lot of great episodes coming up. I want you to tune in. I want you to listen up. Join us. By checking out the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Tune In, and even more, share the show with your friends. This is how we share the love. What? You're not sure how you can share the show? Check out the show notes. We've got a tutorial. We've got a video there. We've got you taken care of. Share the show. Leave us a review so that we can continue bringing you more amazing episodes and amazing guests. Have a great show idea? Have a guest you want interviewed? Shoot me an email at podcast at three dot com. That's podcast at robert kennedy the number three dot com. Or you can even leave me a voicemail by going to robertkennedy dot com forward slash voicemail. That's robert kennedy the number three dot com forward slash voicemail. Listen. I know life ain't always easy, and you got a lot of stuff happening to you. But guess what? Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story. And yeah, your story deserves a stage. Hey, I'm Robert Kennedy III, and you've been listening to The RK3 Show.